Hey there guys, this is Chris Hargraves from tipsforlawyers.com and welcome to the Tips for Lawyers podcast, episode number 58. Today I wanted to have a bit of a chat about what to do when you hit a new firm for the first time. What should your first few days look like? What you should be focusing on? What should you be doing so far as solidifying your position at the new firm and hopefully maximising your prospects, of course, of getting through that icky probation period that a lot of firms have now, which can be as much as six months and sometimes longer, although many places don't permit the period to be any longer than six months. But either way, it is a heck of a long time where you need to feel like you've got to be on your best behaviour. But as we're going to have a bit of a chat about today, I don't think that's necessarily the best approach to it. Obviously, a certain degree of wisdom is required, but let's take a look at what's actually going to happen. Probably, so far, you have met maybe one HR person, so someone from Human Resources. You may have met the supervising partner or the supervising lawyer who you are immediately going to be working for. But beyond that, the chances that you've met too many people around the firm are pretty slim. If you've got a wide experience in legal circles and you live in a particular location where a lot of people know each other, there's a reasonable prospect you might know some people at the firm and you might have been able to get a bit of a feel for what the firm's going to be like there. But otherwise, what you have in terms of background and information so far is probably going to be whatever you Googled about the firm before you applied for a job there, if you did that at all, and a little bit of an idea based on how you felt in the interview with the particular people you were interviewing with. Were they relaxed? Were they open? Were they uptight? How did they dress? Were they in a hurry? Did they look frazzled? Were they funny? Did they seem like they took themselves pretty seriously? How generally did the interview feel? Because a lot of the time, especially if you've interviewed with the partners of your particular group, that will be the best indication of how the firm's culture is likely to be. And I'm not going to get too heavily into firm culture in this podcast episode. I have done another podcast specifically on firm culture issues, and you can have a little bit of a look at that if you want. I'll link it up in the show notes, which you can get at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 58 for this particular episode. And Within that background, what should you do? You're in for your first day. So the chances are, depending on the size of the firm, if it's a big firm, you're going to have some form of formal induction program. Now, traditionally, these are tedious and boring. They are an opportunity to meet a few new people like yourself. If there's others starting around the same time, they might put people through at the same time. Alternatively, it's an opportunity to meet some administrative staff. Traditionally, you're going to be learning about the systems and procedures of the firm in a fairly underwhelmingly interesting way. So chances are you'll have a look at the firm's style guide, the computing systems, the accounting software, the management process. If they have a document management system, you'll look at that. You'll probably be made aware of a few bits and pieces of HR policies and dress codes and whatnot. You might have to sign up a few things or disclaim a couple of things or whatever it is you have to do. That normally takes a little while, probably half a day is realistic. There are some firms that will take it a bit more seriously and actually then quiz you on the firm's policies and procedures over the next few weeks so that you actually need to learn all of them properly. Uh, Not a lot of firms do that kind of serious-minded thing, but a few definitely do. So 
within that context, you're going to start your day and you're going to have an idea of what it is you should be doing. But that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. What I wanted to talk about was solidifying your position in terms of the people and the culture of the law firm. Now, some of these things are, of course, going to be different depending on the size of the firm and the nature of the group you're working in. And so we need to be a little bit conscious of that and a little bit conscious that it is a case of horses for courses. But let's take the example of starting in a medium-sized firm. So it's probably got a few different practice areas beyond your own. It's probably got a few different partners beyond the ones that you've met. And it might be big enough, say, 100 people or so, that you aren't going to get to know everyone within the space of a half a day. Um, If it was a five or six person firm or a 10 person firm, then obviously that sort of thing is going to change. But by far and away, the first thing you should be doing, if you haven't done it already, is getting to know the people in your group, what they do, and roughly what the group structure is. So the chances are you know who your partner is. If there's two partners, you want to know what the other partner does, obviously where they are and what they do but also who primarily answers to them. Get an idea of the structure. Is it very flat structure? So do you have essentially everyone answers directly to the partner? Or is it a slightly taller structure where you might have a partner, instructs an associate, instructs a solicitor, instructs a clerk or something like that? Get a feel for how the work actually flows through the group, whose hands it passes through before it gets to the final sign-off and the final decision-maker. Obviously, you want to get an idea of accessibility. Who are the people who are accessible to you if you have questions? Normally, this will be covered in your induction, but not always. Some firms take it for granted that you will simply sort of get in there and leap in. So you want to get an idea of who are the people you can go to, who are the couple of individuals who are going to be the most helpful points of contact for you if you've got questions about procedural process, about how to get things done, about who to go to about something or about what to do next. Obviously, within that context, you also want to know who you might go to if you have legal questions, and that might vary depending upon the nature of the question that you actually have. A lot of the time you'll find that even with a fairly flat structure, people have a tendency to work together due to either working together on big matters or similarities in approach or just proximity to each other. Uh, You might have a senior lawyer who sits near a junior lawyer who sits near a particular secretary or clerk or something like that, and they might have a tendency to work together as a team sometimes semi by accident, but not necessarily, and sometimes just because that's how things have been arranged. Now, of course, learning names and positions is all very well and good. You want to get an idea of personalities and approachability. You want to get an idea of who is who in the zoo, that is, who are the people who can actually influence decisions and get things done, and who are the people who are going to be painful to deal with. Uh, I don't pretend for a moment that you are going to have any sort of work environment where there aren't going to be a few people who are painful to deal with. Now, if you are in a big firm, one of the good things you can do early on is to start to expand your interactions. So obviously, at first, you'll be getting to know your group, and it's going to take you possibly a few days to get to know even all the names and positions and generally an idea of who's who in your particular group, depending upon its size. But beyond that, you might want to expand out and you might want to start to get to know people in other groups. So for me in litigation... I have a tendency to deal fairly closely with people in commercial property teams and commercial transactional teams and sometimes with the tax teams 
and things like that because their work funnels into mine and vice versa. Sometimes I have specific tax questions and sometimes they have specific litigation questions or insolvency questions and we assist each other in that way. So one of the first things I would do if I was in litigation would be I would find out what the other teams are, who heads them up, and if I was feeling appropriately um, confident on a given day, I would simply walk around and introduce myself. Now, you don't want to be painful to people and you don't want to slack off from your work, so you don't want to do this too much. Some firms might take you around and introduce you to everyone anyway, uh, in which case you've already got a face to go with a name. But sometimes you might want to just organise a quick five-minute catch-up with someone, say, look, I just wanted to uh, introduce myself, let you know a bit about what I do and where I'm working, and that way they know your face. Because the internal relationships are going to make a huge difference to your longevity in the firm. Now, of course, within that context as well, one of the things you might want to consider is going to at least the first few firm functions. Now, firms have different types of functions, they have different sizes of functions, they have different frequencies of functions, and some firms have no functions at all. But one of the best ways, of course, to get to know people without that pressure of feeling like you're bugging them is to see them in an informal environment and then you can simply have a chat to them, get to know their personality outside the workplace, find out what kind of people they are and how interactive they are. So I do recommend that at least for the first few times you might go to a firm function. Now I'm not suggesting you need to go to every function the firm puts on forever and a day. I do not and I know most people don't necessarily go to everything either. It also doesn't mean that you need to go out to 4am. If you're not someone who generally does that, I'm not suggesting that you should go out to ridiculous lengths to go and get half cut with people or go out on, you know, late night dance sort of opportunities or to raves or clubs or whatever you might end up finding yourself doing if that's not something you would otherwise do. Uh, There's two concerns with that. Firstly, something might go horribly wrong. And secondly, of course, if it's not you, you're not being authentic. And so you're trying to create this persona that isn't genuinely something that you actually enjoy. And I don't recommend, because this leads nicely into my next point, I don't recommend putting on a facade. One of the things that screams out from a mile away is when young lawyers are trying to be something they are not. People are trying to pretend to enjoy something when they don't. People are trying to put themselves into a box or a label that in fact doesn't fit them at all. Most lawyers are very attuned to this, as are most humans to be honest, but we don't normally necessarily say it. Be yourself. Now sometimes that's going to be a little bit weird, and within the context of authenticity, I don't necessarily mean that you should be disclosing absolutely everything about yourself. What I'm saying is that you should be yourself, that you should speak like yourself, that you should interact with people like yourself, but that doesn't necessarily mean you need to share your entire life with people within the first three minutes of getting to know them. Because over time, as people get to know you, you will want to relax those boundaries, and I admit that you might have your guard up at first because you don't know if people are trustworthy, or you don't know if people are going to stab you in the back, which unfortunately can happen, but at the same time, just be yourself. Be open and friendly if you are open and friendly. Be a hard worker if you are a hard worker. Don't be not a hard worker. Um, that's one where I do recommend a slight change in attitude. If you're someone who slacks off a lot, I don't recommend starting in a new firm and slacking off. That shouldn't come as a shock to anyone listening to this particular podcast. 
So what is the goal of all of this? What is the actual point of all of these things that I'm suggesting you do? The point is to actually genuinely get to know the people around you, to be known by the people around you, and then to start to use that integration, that knowledge, with a view to developing a few good relationships within the firm, in particular amongst the partners, but generally around anyone who is in your team or in your firm who is going to be someone with whom you interact on a larger basis because that sort of knowledge is going to assist you in knowing what the firm culture is like, what is or is not acceptable and the kinds of things that you're going to need to know to thrive in the firm. There are some firms where there is an open door policy, there are some firms where there is a closed door policy, some firms invite people to bother partners at all hours of the day, others do not. Some partners like to be called on mobiles if things go wrong and others do not. Some partners insist on signing letters themselves and others do not. There are all sorts of subtleties and nuance, even within the context of firm policies and procedures, that you will need to be aware of in order to do your best work for a particular firm or for a particular individual. And the more you can engage with people without being annoying, the better opportunities you will have to do that. Now, of course, the next thing that's going to happen when you start in a new firm is that you're going to be a little bit of light on work probably for some time unless you've been hired for an existing job that's very, very busy. So you might need to go around to members of your team seeing if they need help with any particular work. That will depend on your seniority. If you are particularly senior, then you might need to bring in some of your own work. If you are particularly junior, then you can expect that people will have work for you. But it doesn't do any harm if you're light on work to go and have say hello to someone and ask them if they have anything that you can assist with. A lot of the time, people will appreciate that. They won't always say yes, and sometimes you might just need to wait a little bit patiently. While you are waiting patiently for that work, use your time effectively. Update your LinkedIn profile, make some connections, arrange some coffees, tell people that you started in your new position. Get the world up to speed with what you're doing and where you're at, and that way you can be front of mind of a few people as well and take the opportunity to catch up with some old contacts if you have them. That is all part of the marketing and networking approach and while you have the spare time there's no reason that you shouldn't be doing it. So that's really all I wanted to say for today. I will link up a couple of relevant things in the show notes at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 58 and as always I would appreciate if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review at tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes that will take you there. You can leave a lovely five-star rating and say something nice in the comments. I do read them and I very much appreciate those that are there already. So on that note, I will say happy lawyering and I'll see you in the next episode.